Welcome everyone to a special mini episode of Steeping Together, where we explore a specific topic within the vast world of tea with a tea enthusiast. I'm your tea-obsessed host, Marika, and I cannot wait to dive right into today's topic. Ah, sustainability, the buzzword du jour. It seems that every company, every product, every social media post these days uses the word so liberally that it's almost lost all meaning. It's easy to make the claim that sustainability is top of mind or the eventual goal of any of the endeavors we undertake as a company, but what does that actually mean? What does it mean to to think or produce a product sustainably? What actions are required? And how can we do more to help protect our environment and help our fellow humans? What steps are required? Where does one even begin? To help us work through these questions together, today we have the Director of Tea Sustainability and Content, Nadia de la Vega, here to give us a glimpse into all the work that she does and David's Tea does to ensure that we are in fact a responsible and sustainable enterprise. Welcome, Nadia! Thanks for having me, Marika. It is so good to have you again. Um, you are my boss, so I, I'm required to say that for job security. <laughs> um, but I no. thought you liked me. I do. <laughs> I, do. I, do. <laughs> I do like you, but I feel like any compliment I send your way, it's always going to be tinted with, is she saying this genuinely? <laughs> Or is she? No, I genuinely am happy to have you here today. I love working with you. Um, you are the director of tea sustainability and content. You're so much more than that. And for listeners who would have missed your very first appearance on our very first episode of Steeping Together, would you care to reintroduce yourself? Yes. So my name is Nadia de la Vega. As you said it before, I'm the director of tea sustainability and content here at David's Tea. And together with my super talented and amazing team, we oversee sustainability sustainability initiatives and everything tea content related, from trainings to what we put on email or social, even regulatory. Um, I've had the wonderful opportunity to work in David's Tea since 2012 and have worked on everything from... Uh, artwork approval, to recipe development, uh, to even being featured in the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You are a wearer of many hats, of that we can be sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we start talking about what we're doing here specifically at David's Tea, in a broader sense, what does sustainability mean? Because I feel like, like I said at the top of the episode, it gets used all the time now. I hear people say like, oh, that's not sustainable. And they're not necessarily talking about the environmental impact or it's just a word that's now become ubiquitous. We use it everywhere. So in a broad sense, what is sustainability? Okay. So in very, very broad terms, like you're saying, sustainability means meeting your goals or our goals without compromising future generations. Mm. So keeping in mind three main pillars It's the environment, like our natural resources, economic, so access to resources, and social, human rights, access to education, to health. It's more of a holistic approach or like a 360 view on how you conduct business. Right. It's it's interesting because it forces me personally to remember that not all businesses have been sustainable, which is which is a 
ridiculous comment because I feel like it's obvious, but it's true that for a long time in our capitalistic society and in other societies as well, to be in business was to produce a product so that you could gain immediate wealth and having wealth was the end goal and forget what happens in the future, forget how much we're polluting, forget how much we're ignoring basic human rights. It was about acquisition of money. I think it's acquisition of money and also like, humankind we love to invent mm. so like you would invent a new product be like oh my god look at my amazing product it solves this issue and everyone would just focus on that without thinking okay so what is the life cycle of this product like after it gets used or it solves this issue where is it gonna end up mm. so for example plastic bags you know before plastic bags you'd have to carry things in clay pots or like Glass, so it would break. Then plastic bags got invented, and everyone's like, oh, my God, look, you don't have to spill. It's You just put it. It doesn't take space. It doesn't break. But now what happens to that plastic bag? You know, it ends up polluting the earth, and it takes, I don't know, centuries to degrade. We can see the harm of it now after many years of it being introduced. But when it was introduced, we're like, oh, we're just focusing on, like, the immediate gain. Gra gain and gratification of it. Yeah, so the life cycle now, we've able we've been able to see a full generation or two. We've been able to see the impact of what immediate gain and innovation without thinking of the consequences means. So we're at a really pivotal point in our history as a species to make a massive course correction. We have to make a massive course correction. And we're not going to get into the details of what kind of course correction we have to make globally because <laughs> this is a 20-minute podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I think it is important for us to define what sustainability means for us here at David's Tea, what actions we're taking, because, and not to throw shade on anybody, but I feel like every company now has a sustainability landing page, has a sustainability, you know, um, social media post. It's really important that all companies be held accountable for what what they're actually doing when they say we are being more sustainable, we want to be more sustainable. And so I'm here to get receipts, Nadia. <laughs> I want receipts. <laughs> what are we doing? But what does sustainability mean at David's Tea? Because first we have to also define what we're doing. Yes. So sustainability has been a part of David's Tea for longer than the world. The word has been popular. Um, even before I became like the director of sustainability, um, I think there were so many things put in place that this seems so natural. Uh, since David Stee started, there has been uh, interest in composting at stores and giving discounts when you reuse the tin and like all of these initiatives to like take care of our planet, but it wasn't really formalized. Um, sustainability at David's Tea really means that our team's decisions are fueled by our desire to take care of our home, mm. the planet. It is our responsibility to do everything we can to protect the environment and the people that provide us with the tea that we love. Your question is like, what does it mean for us? As a tea company, we know that we're grounded and we the, the world provides us with this leaf that we love to consume. So... 
we have to keep in mind natural resources, responsible agriculture, fair labor, labor practices. And this is what we at David's Tea like to call positivity, mm -hmm. where we really keep what's right for both our local and global communities top of mind whenever we're making decisions. So that's in a nutshell. Right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a global overview, but I, I, I mean, I at least really understand what you mean because we are in such close contact with a product that essentially will not survive if we don't do everything in our power to protect the environment that provides us with it. And it's all, not only our product. It's, I think, us as, as humankinds, as the world. Like, all industries need to wake up Because a lot of the times we put it on just the government or just, like, people doing, like, choices. But I think it's also industries need to wake up and be like, we can't wait for all these legislations to come into effect. We need to make the change now because when you're, like, in a capitalistic society, mm -hmm. you're providing a product. So you're the one that also needs to wake up and provide a better product and make sure that you're keeping environment, economics, and social rights top of mind so it like i was saying sustainability is more than just having environmentally friendly packaging i mm -hmm. feel that that's something that is thrown a lot like mm -hmm. we're like oh we have environmentally friendly packaging and i think that that is awesome and this is great but it's also coming together as an industry to improve and take care of our global and local communities and that's why our sustainability strategy was built with the u.n sustainability development goals in mind because th we think that this way if we all work in global partnership we can have a bigger effect yeah no it's it's not just about packaging it's about people i mean it comes down to people i mean correct like you can't have a, this product this amazing product without the people mm -hmm. and any product clothing um i don't know food mm -hmm. any type of food it's there's people doing actual work in the ground that you kind of don't think about because you're comfortable somewhere consuming the product. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of one of the things that I think it's very important when talking about sustainability. It's not just about environment. Mm -hmm. It's about people. Yeah. And it's not also just about fair wages necessarily because throwing money at a problem isn't, isn't sustainable. <laughs> it's just not sustainable. <laughs> exactly. It's not, it's not about, just throwing money at the problem being like oh okay here here you have some money it, it's not the white savior type of thing it's like really going to the communities and seeing what they they're the ones that know what they need help with you mm -hmm. can come with an idea of like oh i think this is what this certain community or this certain region of the, the world needs but it's more like listening and giving people voice mm -hmm. and giving people a chance to to have an opinion for what it is that they want or how they can improve their lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Not just hearing, but listening and acting on what people actually need and not what you think they need. Exactly. I love it. So we also work a lot with the ethical tea partnership. You work a lot with the ethical tea partnership. Yes. Personally, I feel like you're always on a call with them. Yes. They're a wonderful team. They are a really amazing team. They do some very, um, just really amazing work. I love their transparency, their programs. It's not just about landing in a place, quote unquote, solving a problem and then leaving. They're really there to make like systemic, systemic and long lasting change. Yeah, and that is something, one of the things that I 
love about most about working in sustainability and with the ethical tea partnership is that it's really a partnership. It's not like an individualistic. It's like how can we as a tea industry make this better than mm-hmm. when we got like leave it better than when we got here. We know that there are problems that need to be addressed. What is the best way to address them? And the way that the ethical tea partnership, they have regional managers and people in the ground that are working with the local communities mm-hmm. to really see what are their needs here because their need the needs in Kenya are not going to be the same needs that in Sri Lanka mm-hmm. or in China. So I think that that is very important mm-hmm. that that they have a say on what needs to be done and how it's going to really create change. It's not like you said it's not just about money, it's about legislation, it's about government, it's about uh, NGOs and having different support from different agencies. And all of us as the tea industry joining together will have more impact than just one company being like, oh, I want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's about the industry. So I think that that's something really re- rewarding when you're doing sustainability work. Absolutely. Okay. Let's talk about some local and some global projects. Because as I said, receipts, Nadia. I want to know exactly the kind of work that we're doing in sustainability. Like, what are we doing? Okay, so let's start with local, because that's the one I think that it's more top of mind. There's another podcast about it that people can go (laughs) listen to. Manoman Maple. Mm. So... As many of you are probably listening here, you probably already heard our podcast with T-Horse. Um, this collab was so important for us because as a non-Indigenous brand and company, it's really important for us to share our tea love and amplify Indigenous voices and their businesses. So we're, we're thrilled to work with them and learn about wild rice. Plus, this amazing blend gives back to the indigenous communities through the Reconciling Ways of Knowing program from the David Suzuki Institute. Yeah, no, it it was a, I I said it in the episode, I'll say it again. It was the first time in a long time. I mean, we're a pretty excitable group. (laughs) Yes, we're we're a pretty pretty enthusiastic bunch. Um, But working on this tea, working with Tea Horse, really every step of the way, working on this blend and being able to ensure that it gives back um, either by, you know, giving to the David Suzuki Foundation, as you mentioned, or being in compostable packaging or being or and being made with a, a sustainable wild ingredient. There was so there were so many facets of that product that just got everyone on board. Like we all got excited. Finance department got excited, you know, like, like, it wasn't just the T team or the PR team. Like there was a general kind of elation in the company that, hey, we're working on something meaningful. And if it works, because at the end of the day, we are a business in order to keep doing these initiatives, it has to work on a consumer level when it did work it was like oh my gosh we can keep doing things like this and that's so exciting and it's also showing you that you're doing the right thing right you're doing the right thing like i feel and i got it from a lot of people i feel i'm so overjoyed and i get really like teary when i talk about this because you felt the passion not only from t-horse but from people here and being like this is why we're in business because we want to do better yeah don't cry. Don't cry. It's okay. <laughs> You're literally tearing up. <laughs> I, 
I said it. I'm not. They're not just like, hey, cheer up, mom. No, no. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a reason you're the director of sustainability. There's a genuine passion and love for this. This is not just a. No, it's not just a, a title that we've like slapped on somebody. And I'm not trying to, you know, suck up to the boss. <laughs> You are genuinely moved and passionate about these things. And oh, yeah. I think that's uh, a lot of the times I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give everyone credit because we all really <laughs> rally. But you're quite the general when it comes to. <laughs> I think I think I've always been really like I'm a, like you said, we're a very enthusiastic, passionate <laughs> bunch. But it like I remember. Yeah, I was like, this is what I want. This mm-hmm. uh, this 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 term that people are throwing around, mm-hmm. the actual meaning behind it. This is what what I thrive. Like like I said, I'm like projects like this are what gets me up every day and I'm like, yes, let's go to work. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Global projects, we have the Nepal project, right? Yes. So we have our amazing Nepal clean water project. This is a project that's, again, very dear to me because we've been sourcing from Junchiavari Tea Garden uh, since for over 12 years. And we've loved working with them because they're a very progressive garden in Nepal. They are very social or conscious of their community. Uh, women in that garden have... Uh, leadership position and managerial positions and they just do amazing tasting tea Um, and in 2020 we decided to partner with them for a clean water project that would initially impact three schools and then they very generously decided to match our donations and together now we're able to provide long-lasting clean water to four schools one of which has two buildings so it kind of would be five schools and it impacts the lives of 3,200 children and staff. Mm. And this is, again, going back to you not solving, you not coming up with like, oh, this is a project I want. It's like asking the people in the garden, the communities, what is needed? What is needed in the communities? And it was uh, the people at Junchiabari, our partners, that told us, you know what? There's a lot of school here and they don't have access to clean water. Right. So... It was finding the filtration systems that would work. And they did just an amazing job with everything. Um, They even used a Nepali filtration water system that came uh, to teach the students in school about sanitation, about how it works, how to repair it. So this is another one of those projects that it's so dear to us because we saw the impact and we were so excited that starting... March 22nd of this year in World Water Day, we decided, thank you to our leadership, (laughs) that 1% of the proceeds from our organic Nepal Black will now support this project so that it can continuously. It's not just a one day thing that we do on World Water Day. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, like you said, it's the reason you get out. It's not the reason you get out of bed in the morning because sometimes I do feel like just. Well, we have kids. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But it makes it makes those long meetings not so bad. Let let me put it that way. You're like, okay, we're going to get through this, but we're going to do something really amazing. So yes, and it is. And I think one of the things that I'm, we are incredibly lucky, I think it's, it's because I could have this great idea or someone else could be like, hey, let's go and work on this initiative. But if we didn't have support from our team and our leadership, we, we, wouldn't be able to affect 
change. It would just be a nice idea in an email, in an inbox. Yeah. You know, so I think that we are really lucky that we work somewhere that also believes that sustainability is a thing. <laughs> that, that's, it's true. And now, now we're both, you know, sucking up to the boss. <laughs> But but it's true. It's it, I've never once felt that an I a any idea here gets shot down. I think it, there's a there's a really big whiteboard and everyone oh, gets yeah. to put their ideas up there and everybody gets heard and listened to. That's genuinely how I feel about working at this company. I'm not trying to get a raise. Um, <laughs> I just um, but when it comes to sustainability efforts or efforts of helping the people from whom we buy this product or just helping people in our own country, I feel like. There, there, there's more than just hearing and there's a lot of latitude given to our team to say, yeah, go for it. Try to make it, make it happen. Yeah. And, and like I was saying earlier, it's not just about, because pa- a lot of the time now you see com- companies, they're like, we're so sustainable. I love, I'm so into, you know, compostable packaging and any type. Oh yeah. But, but a lot of people are like, you see, we're very, this is the only thing that we're doing. Or what about the social aspect? Yeah. What about the people? Well, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying this is bad because I think that it's good that you even mention it because mm-hmm. then it gets people thinking about, mm-hmm. oh, what is that term that I don't know? The social is very important. The social is super important. It's it's the thought that comes to mind to me is that um, I'm an elder millennial. I grew up in the 90s. And in the 90s, there was this huge emphasis on the individual's responsibility towards the planet. We all started recycling at home. We all had to, you know, there were commercials on TV, like, don't waste your water when you brush your teeth. It was very much geared towards your individual personal impact on the planet matters, which is true. This, oh, yes. this cannot be denied. But the emphasis was not put on large productions or large companies to make any kind of effort to stop. And I'm really happy that the conversation has changed in that way to not just include packaging, to not just include the individual, but also for us to look at the social impact that we're having through production of products and things like that to to make it more global. Exactly. So what you said, you touched on very important points. So choice. Mm. The consumer has... A choice. And that is very important. And you can do things individually. Because if we all do it individually, we're going to have an Absolutely. impact. But if you don't hold companies accountable, like I said, then it's just going to keep happening. Because someone else is going to choose some the other. You know? Like, it has to come at all levels. Yeah. Government, industry, people. Mm-hmm. All the levels. And it just feels like there is a swelling now towards making those kinds of systemic changes. Yes. It's wonderful. Okay, last project I want to talk touch on is the South Africa Homeschool Facility. Yes, this is a project that we haven't, like, really shouted out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're a DT consumer, you probably know Wild Grown Rooibos. Mm-hmm. And this, oh, my God, this is an amazing foraged red rooibos that is harvested by Isaac, a sheep herder. And then it's processed in Johan's facility. Um, we partnered with Johan to build a safe space for children uh, of tea farmers so that they can get together and study. They have bathrooms and a kitchen. And it's Johan also contributed to this project. And it's, it's amazing to see that it's not just coming from one person. Mm. It's, it's a lot of people waking up and being like, hey, we need to wake up. 
we need to do better. Yeah. You can't you can't have this one dimensional view of like, oh, I'm making money. I'm 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 succeeding in life. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's you are a community. Yeah. You are a local community and you're also part of the global community. And we only have one house, one home. Yeah. So we need to take care of it. Yeah, we we kind of don't have a choice, you know. <laughs> It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, you don't want to put it in those terms, but it's like, why be sustainable? Because we'd have no other option. I yeah. mean, it's a good thing and it's going to lift everyone up. But at the end of the day, where are we going to go? There is yeah. no plan B. Yeah. <laughs> like, <there's> no... <laughs> exactly. Okay. You brought the receipts. Thank you very much. I know you can't spill the beans on everything, Nadia. I know that you work on so many <laughs> different um, aspects of sustainability here at David's Tea and content. Can you give us kind of what your wish list of things that we could in- implement in the future would be? Like, can you? Oh my god! I think I don't know if I can give you the wish list because then. <laughs> but what I can I can spill some tea. I can okay. spill some tea. So there's a very exciting global pilot project coming this summer. Okay. With the Ethical Tea Partnership. Okay. So that is something to that I can't wait check to our talk blog more, for <laughs> more about. Um, we're also working on packaging initiatives, mm-hmm. a lot of packaging initiatives, <laughs> seeing uh, opportunities to to improve and transitioning our packaging to compostable materials wherever possible. And there's so much that we're doing in house, mm. you know, because it's not we're not a new business. Mm. So there's a lot of things that you need to put in place to make sure that you have those, that you're hitting all those targets of environmental, economic, and social sustainability. So I can tell you that we're working a lot behind the scenes. and There's (laughs) definitely more to come. I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be on this team. I'm so happy that um, David's tea is taking an active role in what sustainability means as much as we can um i i I don't want to put it on the consumer this is not me putting it on the consumer but honestly if you're listening if you consume david's tea and if you have ideas of initiatives that we should take absolutely 100 percent, send them to us because we can't have our eyes on everything and the consumer has the power to pressure, like you said, has the power to pressure companies yes. to be better, to do better. You are totally right. And what I feel when you're with other companies that work on sustainability is like companies want to do better. Yeah. They want and they're working together and partnering and collaborating to see like, hey, look, I there's this innovative thing that you can also implement here. And it's just lifting us up because we are all realizing that we all need to work together to make that change. Absolutely. Well, Nadia, thank you so much for giving us all, spilling all the tea, giving us the receipts, telling us what's happening with sustainability. I know this is not your last time on the podcast, (laughs) just based on the amount of conversations we have off mic. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you would like to reach us with comments, questions, or suggestions on how to improve sustainability at David's Tea or new initiatives that you think we should take, please send us an email at steeping.together at davidstea.com or through our website, davidstea.com. Have a great week and happy steeping, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Nadia. Thank you.